Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies buddies talking about about cinema. Hey. Oh, boy. Hi. Hi. I'm Justin Barney from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film, and as I've said, I'm fine. And we are Cinnabuds. This week, we are talking about Cold War. Okay, Paul, you want to give us a rundown about what Cold War is? I do. Let's see. Simply put, it is uh, about a music director uh, living in Poland who falls in love with a singer and tries to persuade her to leave communist Poland with him to France. And it is sort of this epic journey of their relationship throughout their lives. But that is it. The plot is pretty very simple. Yeah, yeah, it's a very simple plot, um, which works so well for me in the way that the director makes the film. Yeah, it is just very straight away a love story about yeah. these two, the love they have for each other, kind of the world pulling them apart right. and each other pulling yeah. them apart. And they're just like kind of their love for each other at the center of it all. Yeah, it's very s- simple story. It's very romantic. I actually found, I actually teared up a bit and I'm like, this is a really sweet romantic story. And like any good story, there's obstacles. The obstacles here are communism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so up against this historical background uh, from the 50s all the way up to like 70s or 80s maybe. Yeah. And just the things that are set in their way and their paths and how they diverge and come back but all set against this beautiful, beautiful landscape. Did you like it? I liked it a lot. Like, if I would have seen this before I made my top 10 list of the year, I think it definitely would have been a contender because I'm a sucker for beautiful-looking movies, and this one was arguably, and I'm sure we will, uh, one of, if not the best-looking movie I saw last year. Um, Roma? And um, we're off. Excuse me, Roma. Got a real <laughs> Roma head over here. But I the, I still, I like this movie a lot too. If you watch the trailer, it's a lot of those things. It had a lot of things going for it for me personally. It was in black and white. I enjoyed those things. Yeah. It was a foreign film. I kind of like those. It was extremely, extremely beautiful. And you can just tell that yeah. from the trailer that it's yeah. very beautifully the shot. The trailer, the way the shots in the trailer is the entire oh. film. It's a story about love, Lerve. which I like, mm-hmm. I and, it, it, movie. <laughs> and it involved music, uh, which I also yeah. like. So it, it kind of like had all those things, and that's that's very much what it was. I felt like the plot was a tiny bit thin, and they're like they have this like really deep and passionate love that I felt like you you had to buy into. It wasn't right. You weren't really like pulling for him, or I felt like you didn't really feel it them like falling in love or like why they were drawn to each other other than like they were two human beings yeah. that were like together in this thing. My broad generalization reason for that is because it's an Eastern European film. <laughs> I mean, Eastern uh, genuinely, culturally, the Eastern European films I've seen aren't always like upfront, lovey-dovey, warm, like you would see in an American film right. where it had the same plot. It's more, it's very much under the surface matter of situation and, and the uh, the space they're in. So it's a thing that I've got, I like, I've enjoyed getting used to because for a while it was like, oh, I'm not used to this one. I'm to- totally, like you said, buy in. Mm. But I think the structure and the way that he makes, uh, Pavel Pavlikowski is the director and he, who won uh, an Oscar a few years ago for Ida, which is another beautiful black and white film he did. Um, it's I think it's by construct 
builds it around a simple story so he can have all the beautiful photography and elements going behind it. And it is beautiful and it involves music. And we're going to go into, I think, a little bit into the, the music side of it yeah. and into the beauty side of it. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to talk about uh, film in Milwaukee. There's a lot of stuff. March is yeah. uh, Women's Month. And so there's a lot of film programming yeah. going on around about that. So we're going to talk about some film programming in Milwaukee and uh, do a little bit of a deeper dive into Cold War. Indeed. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture. Fourth generation family owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffels offers leather and upholstery, dining and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. And we're back here Hi. on Cine Bees. Cine Bees. That's what my friend calls it Cine oh, Bees. I don't want to get that started. Um, my my favorite part of this movie, so that it kind of it goes in two realms. It starts off in Poland, in communist Poland, mm -hmm. and uh, then uh, um, this is no spoiler. They you know try to get out of Poland, yeah. and it was it started by the their romance is this guy. He's the music director of this thing, and. Uh, the opening shot is probably my favorite part of the yeah. movie. It starts it's like close up on these kind of like uh, peasant musicians. Yeah. And that's like, that's the whole part. And this part really intrigued me is that he was going around to all of these little villages in Poland. And he, they like had, it's like 1950s Poland. And they had uh, like a microphone and they were um, recording yeah. these people in the these folk songs of these the eras, folk songs yeah, of the eras. eras. And uh, I really love that because that was a thing that happened in America as well. Do you know yeah. Alan Lomax? It, I don't know the name. Alan Lomax was this, this guy at, at, at about the same time. Yeah. And he went around in America to all of these, to it's like basically it, essentially did the same thing. And he like went to the South and recorded a bunch you go of to Appalachia. Movement. He went to Appalachia. There's a great film called Songcatcher, which I think is about that. He Could be. That. Yeah, yeah. And he like he went around with this big recording machine, and he, he was like, his kind of idea was like, now we can record things. Right. And so we should record the sound of America, and he recorded these things. And then also, it's like, it's interesting to, to see how it similarly was recorded and then presented as like, this is real America right. or this is like, this is what we really are. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's such an interesting presentation to capture this, this sound of this real thing. And then like, um, to put it into a theater and play it to people and say like, this is real. There's something about it that is that that's wrong yeah. about that. But there's also something about it that is like trying to preserve the history yeah. of the country. And that's, that's what he essentially does here in Poland is that he, he brings these, these like authentic peasant songs and they record them and they have, you know, to kind of like preserve the legacy of Poland. And then they see the power in that mm -hmm. because it's like inherently nationalistic to have something that is 
um, like this historical record that has this kind of like national pride that yeah. these are our full. You're talking songs. about the film now. Yeah, I'm talking oh, about yeah, the film yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And like, and also okay. Alan Lomax. <laughs> you know, it's like it's kind sure. of the same thing. But then in the film, they're like, oh, let's have them sing about our political agenda. Yeah. yeah. And the guy is like, yeah, they. That's not that's what. That's not what we're doing. About. Yeah, you do it to songs. bolster the political agenda of that time. And they're kind of heavy-handed. They're forced to do it because that's how that worked back then. And then this gigantic, they like reveal by they're doing like the folk songs as they would. And then this gigantic poster of Stalin just starts unraveling over this guy's head. And these people just become the mouthpiece for the government. And it's... it's Classic 1950s communist bowling. Yeah. And so I really, I really liked that. Um, That aspect was my favorite part. You know, it was it was a great love story as well, and like it starts really heavy with music and gets less and less and less right. about music and more and more about their relationship. And I like you know how music influences politics mm-hmm. and kind of the world at large, which is what the beginning of that movie was about. And so for me, that was the most intriguing part. Yeah, the uh, main actress uh, Joanna Kulig, who plays the student, who's this, who's a singer who falls in love with the. F- a music director. She's got an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. She's got a really great voice. And it's, and uh, it was a great scene when she's auditioning, when you can kind of see that she's clever. Like everyone else is being very traditional yep. and very, you know, stir- just and singing she, their songs. She goes up to this other girl and says, What are you singing? Oh, that would be good as a duet. I feel like it seemed like knowing that she was going to stand out. Yeah. Uh, and then asked to sing something else. And she does another, you know, another song that really impressed them. And the music director sees something in her. She's different. And he recognized her individuality and and uh, her like passion for it rather than everybody else who's coming in going just, I'm singing how I'm supposed to sing in a very stilted she manner. She did. And which is cool because that kind of mirrors how the relationship will, why they, like that's the tiny bit that you get of like why the romance starts. Something different sparks, especially in a setting of communism in the 50s where it's everything has to be kind of uniform. Mm. So that's kind of lovely, and then as it goes, it gets more embroiled, and you, you kind of uh, see where it goes. But the the star of this movie, beyond the actors, is for me the photography. Like Pawlikowski always uh, in Ida, his other film. It's one of those films where you could pause it at any moment and just hit print on your printer, yep. <laughs> and put it over your like uh, over your fireplace. It's the most consistently stunning scene after scene, even a bland scene, a scene that would normally just be like, I'll just follow him walking into a building. He sets it up in such an interesting way, it's such an interesting shot. It is endlessly, like as simple as the film is, it is endlessly fascinating to watch. Yeah, I think some of that is achieved by doing it in black and white. I think that's a really He's smart He's really good at that. And, yeah. and also, there were so many times I came out of the movie and I was like, there's so many scenes that I forget that it's a movie. It looks like a documentary. It looks like they're in right. 1956 Poland or 1956 Yugoslavia. The sets are undeniably amazing. Yeah. And uh, the costumes and the settings are just so absolutely perfect that you forget that this isn't actually filmed yeah. in Poland in the 50s. Yeah, it's you're, really, really well if done. You, the title, if you're... Ex- expecting something from the title that's going to be a political kind of thriller or have a lot of ins and outs. It's not not exactly. That's more talking about, I mean, I think Cold War also probably is a reference to some of their back and forth in their relationship. Yeah. But uh, it's set against this backdrop that doesn't form their romance, but it is a very simple, simple, sweet, sad story, uh, happy and sad, 
um, with, and I won't say anything about it, but the, the ending. I it, love the I ending. I love the ending so I, much. It's just really a beautiful it. last shot and a beautiful perfect. last moment. Yep. And it's very, again, very simple, but it's one of those things where I, you know, I used to be at a point where I'm like, oh, if that ends like that, that's going to be weird. Uh, and I watched it and I'm like, if it ends like this, it's going to be amazing. And it does. And it was it's perfect. So yeah. yeah. I felt like if this is the kind of movie that you like, something beautiful and uh, understated and black and white and all like yeah. all of those like kind of things that you're going to like this. Do you enjoy beauty? Do you enjoy beauty, people? No, then why are you, you enjoy listening love? to us? Because we're <laughs> But yeah, um, that is Cold War. Yeah, I would definitely check it out if you get a chance. It's probably in the theater a little bit longer. Uh, please check it out. It's beautiful. All right, with Cold War wrapped up, let's talk about Women's History Month is all month in March. Uh, International Women's Day is this Friday. Yeah. And there's some movie programming in Milwaukee um, surrounding uh, Women's History Month and International Women's Day. And so we want to talk about some of that. Perfect time, as it is all year round, but uh, all a perfect time to celebrate women in film. Yeah, so if you're looking to see some things going on, um, the Iron Horse Hotel, every single Monday night in March, they are doing this Girl Boss film series, and it's pretty great. They have, um, they're going to have a movie every single Monday. They're going to have a different, um, just like badass Milwaukee woman present it, kind of like say something before it. This Monday, March 4th, it was Molly Schneider from On Milwaukee, who I, I love Molly. Um, she introduced RBG this coming Monday, March 11th. It's going to be the bid manager at North Ave slash Fond du Lac's marketplace, um, Robin Reese, and she is introducing Hidden Figures March 18th. They're playing. Wait, wait, I, say, I love Robin Reese. Love Robin Reese. Yeah, she's great. And uh, on March 18th, <laughs> it's going to be a radio personality, Elizabeth K of 99.1 The Mix, introducing. Thelma and Louise. And on March 25th, it's going to be Molly Royton of the Lolly Lillian Photography, and she's introducing the classic oh, 9 to 5. That's a good choice. Monday, March 25th, 9 to 5. So that is the Girl Boss series. Um, yeah. Every Monday night from 6 to 9 at the Iron Horse Hotel. That sounds awesome. Great movies, great presenters. Yeah. Great that idea. should be really good. And then uh, this Friday at the Oriental Theater, uh, we are showing uh, Wonder Woman, the recent classic, <laughs> Wonder <laughs> Woman, just from a year or two ago. Was that last year? Two years ago. I feel like it was two years ago at least. But we're showing Wonder Woman in 70 millimeter too. This is the second, only the second 70 millimeter program we have showed. Um, so that'll be really exciting. And we're do that, doing that um, in conjunction with uh, our partners, No Studios and Film Girl Film Festival. Both great organizations. You should check those out. And that should be a really cool screening on 70 millimeter. What is the normal millimeter? 35 millimeter is normal for film. That's like Um, twice as Yeah, it is. But it's also so many millimeters. If you're into millimeters, (laughs) you should check out. You might get your bang for your buck here. It's like almost the most (laughs) millimeters you can get in a movie. Uh Uh, But most film these days are shown digitally now. So even having a you know, a film on film is is a rare treat, so it's really yeah, nice. Sure. But yeah, though, that'll be really great. Go see some movies out there, man. Go see some movies out there, man. And <laughs> it's Cold War and uh, 
Let me touch your mouth. Yeah. Cinnabuds is produced by DJ Kenny Perez. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> I'm great at noises. We get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the Licensed Lab. Oh. Our theme song is from Milwaukee's own Brett Newsky. Oh, that Newsk. We get we get support from Associated Bank and from Steinhoffel's Furniture. And we also get support from our members from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and from Milwaukee Film. That's true. And listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And thank you for listening. Indeed. Thank you.